Nothing surprises me anymore coming from him. Hello and welcome to Extreme Tasting League Scotch Edition. I'm your host, Dave. And I'm Perrin. I'm Cedius. And as always, we are joined by a guest. Hi, I'm Brienne. And why are you here this time for this particular recording, Brienne? I don't really know. I don't. It's... <laughs> Good answer. Good I'm pretty answer. sure it has something to do with fearless comedy. Yes, <laughs> yes, she bribed her way onto the show. This is the kind of thing we appreciate. Uh, yes, uh, Die Laughing did happen. We mentioned it uh, in one of the last two episodes, possibly even both, uh, with Eric and Eric and Wendy. Um, and uh, the event went really, really well. Um, Fearless Comedy managed to reach and exceed their goal by uh, 50% again, what we were hoping for. So uh, we're really looking forward to the next season worth of stuff. But that's the other stuff I'm involved with. And these two guys are looking at me like, why are you talking about this? Let's drink. No, I, I just want to know if anyone actually did die. Um, well, Laughing Jenna, or otherwise. Jenna did make 31 hours of staying awake before she finally crashed. And she wow. probably would have been able to go the whole event if it hadn't been for the fact that she'd gotten sick the day before and had only gotten like two hours of sleep. So she I figures... I hadn't heard she had made 31 hours. That's really yeah, impressive. Yeah, she, 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 she figures by the time she actually crashed out, she'd been awake for something in excess of 50. Probably close to like 56. So uh, Dave is going to do the pop sound because he really likes that. God, I love that sound. Oh, it, is, it is a nice sound. You know, you know why it's the greatest sound ever? Because it's followed shortly by consumption of alcohol. Mm, this is a fair point. And Dave's taking advantage of the fact that we're going to split up our recording time a little bit and making slightly generous pours. Ooh. So, I like, uh, I like usually, this podcast. Usually Dave has to drive. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have been anticipating the... the Dave, I just why get don't to you drink. have to drive? Because we're at OmegaCon Spring. Oh my god. This is exciting. But Cedius is letting Dave crash on Cedius' second bed. Nice. Because Cedius likes company and prefers to have the entire room taken up and, and prefers to have all of my co-hosts at the recording session. And also, <laughs> and all I have to do is walk down a hall, so I'm, yep. I'm good with drinking. Ooh. I have to make stairs. Uh, no, there's an elevator. There's an elevator, and what? it's really slow, and really, you're going down, so making the stairs is easy. True. It's, oh. <laughs> I might and, not like it, no, but no, that'll no, be... <laughs> no, but we can, you can do it like, like a sled. Oh. We drink enough scotch, you won't Hello. feel it. No, that's true. Yeah. It's easier than figuring out logistics for how to sled down the stairs. But uh, so Dave's got the first pour out here, and I'm getting a little. Oh, yeah, what was it? It was. Smell the, it. Can uh, I smell it now? Yeah, oh, yeah. The Glen Scotia 12 year, which is a Campbellton. And, and I don't, okay, so I should point out that I do not have a lot of experience with scotch. Um, That's fine. Um, so I don't oh. know what Campbellton means. Campbellton is a region of Scotland. Okay. And are, depending on whom you listen <laughs> to, there are anywhere from six to 20 different regions. Six is kind six. of like the norm that, that anybody who's sane pays attention to, and then it gets up to as they break them off and then it gets higher and higher. Yeah, if they count all the islands independently, it gets kind of stupid. But, yeah. ba okay. but basically the idea is that each region has um, general differences. There's a unifying aspect to each region and each region has some sort of difference that you can identify. And if you're really good, you're supposed to be able to say... Oh, after tasting this, this is an Islay or this is a Highland. I know three. I know Islay, I know Highland, and I know Lowland, and that's yep. it. Um, so where does Campbellton... Bayside, Campbellton, and... So Campbellton is a totally distinct region. region. Yep. Okay. Yep. And then Islands as a general group is usually the sixth one. So I, I always learned that it's five, but, you know, I'm a simple man, and yeah. I only have five <laughs> fingers, so... Well, I, I learned it as four, where Campbellton and... and uh, yeah. I, yeah. Islands were counted as part of Highland, and yeah. Campbellton was generally part of Lowland. Um, Damn Campbells. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, the Campbellton region only has, I think, three... Six. I thought it was three, yeah, maybe whatever. four active distilleries right <laughs> well, now. Maybe active. And, yeah. I mean, who knows? I mean, I... So, there's been more, but... This is... Clears my sinuses. Technically, mm -hmm. this is called the nose. I, I, I'm hoping it clears mine. I've been a little under the weather. It's pleasant. Uh, it's yeah, uh, it's, a, it's a light. Um, 
I was, I was actually going to say it was a little heavy as far as as far as the nose is well, concerned. Well, I'm, I'm not I'm not getting overwhelmed, is what I mean. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it, it hits the nose and then Pungent. leaves fairly quickly. It's not like eating my nose like yeah. some we've had. I wow, I didn't ever think I'd say it. I'm I'm actually I think I'm getting some plum. No, I think you're right. No, I think you're right. Yeah, this is this is where there's a fine line between I actually smell this and. <laughs> Okay, now I'm just hearing stuff. Now I'm getting it via suggestion. <laughs> right. to, to, to me, the yeah, first yeah, thing is... Yeah, I can... The it's there. Yeah. No, that was, that was, that was what, I, what I wasn't able to figure out was the, the primary scent, and that was definitely... Yeah, the, 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 the sweet, soft fruit, and, and that's exactly what it was. The, the, the first aroma that hit me was simply toasted malt. I mean, that's mm -hmm. that's pretty much in the forefront, too. So my confession is, my when I try new scotches, my first reason why I try scotch is because I'm in the liquor store and I'm looking at the bottles or the boxes and I go simply by either fun name or fun box or fun bottle shape. Something inherently so wrong with that's, that. That's number one. My second love is the smell. And the taste of it is actually third. Oh yeah, no, I can I can sit and just smell a yes, glass of scotch absolutely. For, forever. I, I love Elay's for that. I will just open a bottle of Elay and just let it sit in the room and it... Mm. It just fills up the whole room, and I love it. I have a friend who she didn't get my my Scotch obsession until one day she was tripping on acid, and somebody gave her a glass <laughs> of Scotch, and she she just sat and smelled it for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> wow! She was like, awesome. I could see the flavors. Yes, I understand sure. <laughs> now. <laughs> now uh, we will say about the Campbellton region. We've only tasted one other, Dave and I, as part of Club. We've never had a Campbellton on the podcast thus far. Uh, and the reason for that is the one that we had at Club scared us off the region pretty pretty powerfully. We hated it. Oh, what did you know? Uh, that was the Springbank 15. Oh, oh, yeah, the Springbank. Oh. That's right. Okay. And and it's particularly amuses me because the my favorite scotch that I've ever had is the Springbank 21. <laughs> And the reason I bought the 15 was because Perrin and I had had a discussion about scotches prior to my, my purchasing things for that next club meeting. And I said, oh, Springbank, that's the name that Perrin said. Well, the, the 21 is a little prohibitively expensive for what we usually do. Right. It is my turn to keep the bottles, and so I suppose I get away with that, but it's still higher than I want to go. I'll just try the 15. 15s are usually pretty good. Woof. Oh. Well, and what's really funny is we gave a Springbank 10, because that was the only thing we could get, to our officiant for my wife and my wedding, mm -hmm. and um, he has accused us of trying to addict him <laughs> to it. So, so we're hoping we just had a really bad bottle. Sure. It's possible. Or 15 is that spot <laughs> that between the 10 and the 21 where it's just not ready yet. So We, um, we went to... Oh, was it tasting time? Okay, here we go. I didn't know if there was like a ceremonial. We we moved through. We tried to keep Aaron and I just kind of decided that it was tasting time. I, I could not resist it anymore. <laughs> I had a sip a minute and a half ago. I just was still talking about other things. This is so much mm. better. Okay, so when I first started drinking scotch, uh, scotch and whiskey, and that flavor of alcohol, um, I came in on Canadian whiskey. Okay. So corn based. I had. Windsor. So Windsor was my, my go-to mixer whiskey. And to this day, it still is. If I'm going mm -hmm. to ruin a whiskey with soda, it's going to be Windsor. Or if I'm south of Minnesota, which I learned they don't have Windsor. They don't bring it down much further south than Illinois. Um, it's a Seagram's or something like that. Right. So you have to understand that when I drink this, it is it makes me cry how much better it is. <laughs> Well, this is good. This is yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, I'm very pleasant. I'm, I'm 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 pleased by it, and it makes me makes me think that maybe the Springbank fifteen was a fluke. Yeah, yeah, because that was. Let's see. I think we described it as uh, uh, lemon Lysol meets uh, an astringent. Okay. Yeah. With, oh. with with with. Uh, it was it was not good. Yeah, oh. it was not it was horrible. Um, now I want to do a side by side of the fifteen and the twenty one. Do they have anything in between that, or mm -mm. they don't have an eighteen? I don't think so. Okay. 
But this is, it's a, got a, some smoke to it. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Which I wasn't catching in the nose at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not getting any of the fruit on no. it. No. Um, I'm toasted almond? Yeah, mm-hmm. I, uh, a little. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to get toasted something. Yep. Kind of nutty. I don't know. I think it's a suggestion thing because smoky and toasted are in my brain no. or something. Maybe it's more casual. Walnut. Let me get here. I'm just getting smoke. I mean, I like mm-hmm. I like it, but well, there's kind of a sweet. Okay, and this one is a what? This what's the name of the? This is the, the Glen Scotia Twelve Campbellton. Campbellton. Okay. I will say the finish is, um, and that's the. I don't, don't want to. Go ahead. The please. three the three phases are the nose, the taste, and the finish. Okay. And the finish is isn't bad. That's sort of that. What what after you've had the main flavors in your mouth, what happens as it goes away? It's not. There's no negatives, but I'm not getting any. It's light. It just sort of ends. I'm it's not, not. It's not hanging around. You're right. Yeah, it's, it's very light. It's a very light finish. I'm, which I'm, I'm it, the finish flavor wise to me, it's just grains. It's, it's just yeah. a cereal flavor. I'm not. No, there, yeah, it's the it's the flavor of the whiskey or the scotch. There's no yeah. flavors to it. Yeah. Um, but not unpleasant. Not it, unpleasant it has that at nice, all. Nice evaporating feel off. The yeah. Tongue. And I I can't narrow down the nut flavor I'm getting. I'm just gonna say toasted nut. It's that, that's all you really need to, to narrow it down to, to really say that it's there. But all right, I, I wish I could be more specific. Okay. I'm going to follow with all of you guys yeah, and add so a little bit of water. A little bit of water because I usually like my my scotch with one ice cube. So we'll see how this is. We just, we just yeah, we just put a little bit in to, to open it up, and it'll completely change. Oh, or not. No, this, yeah. this one, this one's already like the nose has gotten much, much yeah. more mellow. Yeah, the the sweetness is still there. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I'd be able to pick out plum mm-hmm. as strongly, no. but yeah, I'm gonna need a, a reset too here. If I hadn't smelled the plum the first time, I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't have a clue. <clears throat> yeah, it's not it's not un, unpleasant or anything. It's just yeah, it's just the after sweetness. the coffee, it's it's dulled quite a bit. Yeah. Well, even I mean, yeah. just after the water, it's yeah. the the nose. Is, I'm, I'm still getting a, a toastedness to the nose, but I, that's pretty much it. I'm at a bit of a disadvantage because we started a little <coughs> bit later than I thought, so I had misgaged my drinking beforehand. So <laughs> the, the taste is a little off from the, the Windsor and Coke I was drinking earlier. That's okay. Pre, we, we don't have any rules against pre gaming. <laughs> we just usually don't have the time. <laughs> I, like it. I like it more with a bit of water. I do. It's, I still just get the smoky flavor, and like it doesn't seem to have changed a whole lot as far as the taste is not terribly different. No, it's a it's a little less alcoholy with the water. Yeah, but I, I have it to. Yeah, it mellows. I ha, I'm I think I'm I prefer the I slightly prefer it un, unwatered, but um, but I still enjoy it. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking. It, Pairs fairly well with the, the hard cheddar I've got here. <laughs> okay, here we go. Hard cheddar. Well, harder cheddar, I guess. I've got a I've got the Havarti and the. I don't remember exactly. It, it, Dubliner is the company. It, it or I'm sorry, Kerrygold is the company, and they're, they're the ones who make the Dubliner cheese that I like so much. This is the Scallum or Scallad or whatever it was I had last time that I actually named it. Okay. Um, so I'm a huge Costco fan, <laughs> yeah, and they have a Dubliner cheese that is just amazing. They sell it in slices for sandwiches, mm-hmm. and I don't like anything else. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's the Kerrygold. <laughs> it's the brand that that they they have. Because I've got a Costco membership too. Mm-hmm. I wish Costco had uh, single malts. <laughs> don't they? I wish they had. I haven't. Oh, I haven't alcohol. seen them. Um, when I when I went in, not a, not at mine at Eden Prairie. They don't. The, the one the, in St. Louis Park. Yeah, the, the one that yeah. Karen and I go to in Maple Grove um, does have a liquor section on the side, but mm-hmm. I don't think they had Damn, any Glenn single Laws. malts except maybe Glenlivet mm-hmm. and Glenfiddich. Sam's Club has. They had they had plenty of blends. Yeah, but they, I mean, the, but, even Sam's well, Club has a separate <clears throat> store, right? Mm-hmm. It's the Blue Laws I'm cursing, yep. not the... Yeah. 
Yeah, the thing is, I mean, it's not a, it's not surprising they I mean, don't have single malt because a lot of a membership. I mean, while single malt really. is a popular oh, yeah, drink, uh, a lot of places don't want. It's illegal to have a uh, members only alcohol liquor store in Minnesota. Yay, Minnesota! Is it really? Mm-hmm. I had no idea. That's why the Sam's Club liquor store and the doesn't Costco require, doesn't require membership to get in. Hmm. I I find the Minnesota liquor laws to be. Insane. Yes. Yes. Extremely outdated. I have no problem with some law. I mean, with the concept of there being laws around liquor. Mm-hmm. Damn the man. But, but, the empire. <laughs> but uh, I would like them to make sense. Mm-hmm. The I, I mean, and I'm sorry, I have no problem with people being able to buy alcohol on Sundays. Uh-huh. I have no problem with, you know, um, I used to go to a, a wine tasting in Eden Prairie. Uh, and then it... The we wanted them to do single malt tastings, and mm-hmm. we they were about to until they found out they would have run uh, afoul of various laws because it's not a wine, it's mm-hmm. A, mm-hmm. a a liquor or a whatever whatever legal term it was. I'm just like it's a spirit. It's yeah, thank wine. you. Yeah. yeah, and it's just like seriously. Well, technically. And I speak in hypotheticals, of course, should any law enforcement uh, individuals listen to this podcast. <laughs> um, the fact that I, I cold, def- um, um, oh, what's the word? I'm suddenly blanking. Fusion. Cold. <laughs> I felt cold fusion. <laughs> now, if you, if you cold distill uh, something, mm-hmm. and it, I took a, a hard cider, and I froze it. Took all the ice off, which removes a whole lot of the water. Right. Um, made Applejack. Technically, that might be running afoul of the law because you're not supposed to do that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, seriously, it's Minnesota. I, if you leave alcohol outside, you're breaking the law. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think that was part of the reason uh, a mutual acquaintance, I, well, I think a mutual acquaintance of ours, got in trouble for selling his Johnny Jump Up uh, oh. stuff that, that he was doing. Was I think it had mm-hmm. a very similar thing. Well, plus, any, plus, he didn't have the right kind of merchant's license. But any any mm-hmm. type of any type of alcohol sales, I have a I have a Masonic brother who is in the ATF, and uh, he says we don't do alcohol anymore or tobacco. We only do firearms, hmm. which is why we're the ATF. But um, uh, he says that uh, the Treasury only cares about selling. Mm-hmm. It's not a matter about whether you make it or whatever, or have it. Moonshine, apple pie, they don't care. Give it to your friend. That's right. You can give it to your friend. You can make it. You can gift it for Christmas. But, man, the second you put a price tag on that, taxman wants his money. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then there's, you know, quality issues, too. But Right. But, but I mean, there, there are laws around in Minnesota yeah. of... What you're technically supposed to do, and, just and, and in particular, I, I, I want no to say that, I that uh, Minnesota has a very stringent law. It, it, it might even be a possible near ban of um, of certain types of stills, which is why there's not a lot of um, hard liquor. I mean, there, there, there is a, a local vodka company I know, so that obviously there has to be some means of doing some sort of distilling. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of hoops you have to jump through to to, to do a a, a still type of, of liquor for sale. There recently, I want to say like two, maybe three years ago, um, they realized that they had on the books uh, a small, small distillers law that they had grandfathered in, like that wasn't in use, and they only had five people exercising it. So they opened that up, but not many people have taken advantage of it ah. yet. So because it's still, you know costs money and it's designed for somebody who's actually selling the stuff but it's you know it's like a thousand dollars a year or something like that which isn't bad if you're selling alcohol i suppose so i need to talk to my uh uncle and cousins who have farms we can start growing some malt and start aging stuff up on lake superior or we can get something going yeah i mean well and, and here's the thing is that i don't think we need to get a license for at least five years because hmm. we're not selling anything for at least uh, five years. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> Dear listeners, the Kickstarter awesome. campaign will be live as soon as I get. <laughs> I don't think for a lot, I don't think we could do a Kickstarter. No, you're right. Kickstarter, Kickstarter doesn't can't do alcohol, so it could be Indiegogo. Uh, yeah, Indiegogo. There we go. Which I know isn't as cool. Well, well you cool. could do it. No, you could do so a Kickstarter. Cool. 
for the still yep. growing the hops or growing the the the, the, the barley buying, and, buying and the barley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, the only thing you can't do is a Kickstarter for making alcohol. It's true. That's true. So maybe, and that would be nicer because they take Amazon. Oh man, does that make not buying things hard on Kickstarter? Because <laughs> all I gotta do is go click, click, and hey, look, that's two hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. So easy. Mm-hmm. So, well, well, I'm continuing to, to slowly sip mine away. I yeah. think uh, since since Perrin seems to be done with his, maybe oh, he, I, he can do the reading this time. Hmm. Hmm. Pleasantly guzzled. If there's uh, anything at all to read yeah. on it. I think it's in small print, so I'll really let Perrin read it. <laughs> <clears throat> Glen Scotia displays all the characteristics typical of a traditional Campbelldown malt, single malt. The distillery's proximity to the ocean and its rolling sea mists influences the maturing spirit as it lies in oak casks in the earthen floored warehouses, imparting a fresh, salty aroma and the distinctive long palate for which it is justly praised. Imported by Priest Imports, Ramona, California. It sounds like a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, I have to say, sea mists don't roll. Mm-hmm. I mean, I... Uh, they walked. They walked, yeah, maybe. I've never seen a rolling mist. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe in the Campbelldown area. That's mm. that's why I haven't I've never seen been, they, they, so, they roll yeah. in. Like, I mean, like fog, like rolling, yeah. rolling, rolling. <laughs> All the sea mists rolling. Right. <laughs> um, uh, well, I don't know. Did anyone get a fresh, salty aroma? No, yeah, I wasn't getting salt. I got no. salt. I got salt. I'm, I didn't get the foghorn, but. <laughs> and I'm not sure about the. Distinctive long palate. Oh, the palate. Mm. Maybe a long palate, but I don't know about a long. Is that like long pig? Yeah. Well, and and was it justly praised, or unjustly praised? Well, it was all right compared to the other Campbellton we've had. Oh, it was praised, but way better. Compared to my Windsor, it's awesome. Oh, and I must say, just because this is a fun word to say, this was the Glen Scotia Distillery from Argyllshire. Scotland. Ah, Argyllshire. Nice. Argyllshire. <laughs> sort of like Argyll Bargle. Mm-hmm. No, this wasn't bad. Um, it's got a nice color. Yeah, it, oh, it's got a great color. It, it doesn't look yes. like they put too much caramel color in it. You couldn't taste the caramel color, mm-hmm. so it was good. Um, it feels clean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it was nice and clean. I think, I think I'm going to have to put this... It was really kind of one notey to me. I really only really only tasted the smoke with a little bit of the salt, and towards the end, I, I didn't certainly didn't hate it, but it wasn't fantastic. So I think I'm gonna just give it a three because it seemed fairly average to me, maybe a touch below, but I'll I'll be generous and give it a three because my English teacher was generous in my last paper, <laughs> <laughs> paying it forward. That's right. Yeah, I'm on too. What? Let me have Darren on to English teacher, and I don't. Your English teacher, right? No, 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 no. That was last semester. Okay. But we need to have Darren on. We'll um, have Darren on again. Yeah. Um, like Dave, I think this is a pretty middle of the road um, scotch that didn't have a lot going on for it. It was pretty one note. Um, and I'm trying to think if I would rate this slightly above or slightly below. And since I can't decide, I too am just going to give it a straight up three. I'm I'm laughing because it's it's as if I were using telepathic control of my co-hosts. <laughs> I I enjoyed this. It was a pleasant scotch. It had nothing special to recommend it. It had nothing particular to say why you wouldn't buy this again or you wouldn't drink this again. I would give it a three. So my to to give some perspective, my go-to is a Glenlivet twelve year. So I would say that's my three. Mm-hmm. Um, depending on price, unless this was drastically cheaper than my Glenlivet 12, which I paid $30 a bottle for, right. um, I would give this a 2.8. I would buy my Glenlivet 12 year over this if they were the same price. And they wouldn't be. The Glenlivet's going to be cheaper. Yeah. yeah. Just, just by volume. Because, there we go. Yeah. But yeah, this, this was... This this means I'm a little less scared about the other Hamilton we have coming up at some point in, in the roster. In the next few months, but uh, yeah, this, this was not bad. 
So, uh, I would definitely other. drink it if someone bought it for me. So while, sure. while I'm getting the other pours ready, I've got a question of the day for people. Uh-huh. Oh, you've got a question? I've got a question. I, I, all right. I've got a question. You can do the question next time. Well, but I looked one up. We usually do the question at the end, Dave. Oh. I thought we did it between no. b- between us. I feel like I should go to the other side of the room while you discuss it. Mommy and Daddy are fighting. Yes, I know. It's like every scary. time. No, I, I just sit here and eat popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> no, we always do it right before the toast. I don't. I don't pay attention. I'm sorry, Dave. Excellent cheese. We can't that. do it now. If, 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 if you want to do it now, though, it's, it's okay. I I thought it, it's good to do in the middle, because that's where. I'll take some why don't we why don't we start a tradition of at Omega Spring we do it in the middle? Uh, well, see, see, <laughs> see, the reason we typically do it at the end is I do a more interview with the guest as to who the guest is while you're pouring the second scotch. Oh, for you right, really haven't said too much. Sure, who, sure. Who she is right. other than that she paid her way to be here. That's true. <laughs> and she didn't even pay us, so I mean she she bribed her way here, but she bribed, but she bribed somebody else. <laughs> no, we got to get in on this action. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I, I technically am in on that action, being the the, the president of the comedy oh, company. I gotta get in on that. Yeah. <laughs> well, you 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 come to stand up or, or do some improv or something silly. You can stand there and be a prop. Your well, your beard could be a prop. Stand I don't know about prop. the rest of you. Stand but, up, sit uh, down, fight, fight, fight. So, in your really real world life, uh, what's your deal? So, um, I am from Minneapolis. Um, I I was raised in Illinois, and I came to Minnesota through college, and then I met a guy and moved to Minneapolis, so I've been here since about 2002, right, earlier? I don't know. I've had a lot of whiskey and scotch tonight. <laughs> I think 2000, 1997 is when I came here for college. 2002 is when I started my real life. Oh, yes, please. So, let's see. Right now, I do science for a living, which is amazing to me. Science! 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 I, I'm amazed that I do the thing that I have a degree for. Um, I didn't know that was allowed. <laughs> I didn't know either. <laughs> so uh, I make blood tests for a living. That's my job. It's very exciting. You make them? I do. I'm in research I and development. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Yeah, so that's uh, that's my job for the day. Um, cool. Yeah. It's, it's been a fun journey getting here. And, and the degree that leads to that is in biology. Bio? Okay. Yep. Um, actually, my job, I, I always say that I'm a biology major, but I was tricked into being a chemist. So I, I didn't like chemistry when I was going through college, but it's actually what I get paid for now. So. Is anyone at this, other than you, does anyone at this table do anything that they actually went to school for? Yes. Really? Nice. Mm-hmm. Weird. And have straight out of college. Kind of, yeah, I have. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I'm still in school, so or I'm in school again. Yeah, you, he kind of doesn't he, count. Yeah, but no. I, I I did go to school for IT in the '90s, and then I did have a a, a job in IT for a while until I thought I was going to kill myself. But now I'm going back to school for IT because I've you out. didn't kill yourself yet. <laughs> I, I, I figured out how to separate my work life from my real life and not murder people. That's huge. I used That's... to I used to work in debt collection. Ooh. I, was I loved. You loved that? Loved it. Four I'm and a half just years. Scooch my chair back a little bit. Four and a half. <laughs> he was good at it too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because that's really weird. Because I have no problem separating my work life from my private life, mm-hmm. and I kill people. That's <laughs> <laughs> weird. Um, are you? What do your rates look like? <laughs> I I work cheap because I enjoy what I do. I like to hear that. So we're on. Uh, is this mine? Yes, this, this is, is yours. Okay, okay. This is the Deanston Highland Single Malt Scotch Whiskey. Unfiltered, exactly the way it should be. I brought okay. this as a gift because I didn't want to come empty handed. I didn't know what to expect from the podcast. Um, I, I love that she, she, she buys her way on and she brings the scotch. I know, right? It's like the best gift ever. Um, and this is the Deanston Virgin Oak, which has no age statement, which is totally okay. That's right. We has, like I em. think it has an awesome write-up. I tried to avoid reading the write-up beforehand, but we I tried to avoid reading it too, Dave. Flowery, I'm just looking for very flowery language. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They always well, are. Yeah. They always are. It's a. <laughs> it's a, it's a hazard with uh, scotches. Yeah. Yeah. The only the only thing that I found that's worse than scotches. Is uh, audiophile magazines. Mm. <laughs> All right, I have to say right off the bat, I don't like the smell. Uh, I'm getting a, a wine of some sort of some yeah. kind of red wine that yeah. I think is 
terrible because yeah. I'm, not a, I'm not a wine person. <laughs> Dawn, we need you. Be yeah. here right now. Know, Tell us right? which wine this is. I know. I'm pretty sure. It's it's, it's, I think it smells like a cab. I, I have hope, though, because I think this, the taste will be better than the smell. Because truly awesome scotches have great smells and great tastes. And Sometimes you can get a bad smell and a good taste. Yeah, that's true. It's interesting. I understand why you're going with wine. I I don't get the wine, though. I smell it as grapes. Well, I mean, I, I know there's a relationship. Yeah, yeah. I, just, I smell but grapes now, too. But, right, but... <laughs> But when I, I smell I, it, I'm I just saying it. I don't I smell, smell it as wine. I, I smell it as as. I, I, I think, I, I I think you're as, separating the alcohol and the grapes where he's putting them together. Yeah. But I don't. I really don't like the smell. I don't even want to taste it, but I will. Yeah, it's, it's science. But it's science. Science. one note. Yeah, not, that, that, that's yeah, really the only yeah. aroma that's there. It's not getting better with every smell. <laughs> well, in the biz, we say stop sniffing. Okay, <laughs> here we go. All right, I'm gonna try it. Woof. I don't like it. That's, that's a little rough a lot, up front. A lot of grape. I don't like it. A lot of grape. That's yeah. rough up front. It doesn't. Yeah. It, it kind of it, it like tastes, settled on my tongue and won't leave. It tastes. It tastes more like grape than wine. <laughs> I don't know sure. that I'm going to waste my remaining sobriety on this. This, this is white grape juice with Everclear. Mm. Yeah. This is. No, I've I've had grape juice with Everclear, <laughs> and that was not this. Not saying it was better or worse. I'm, I'm just water. Maybe water will make it better. Sure. <laughs> there, there's, certainly, whew, that's certainly a little burn. Yeah, it, I will. I, I will take this one for the team. Hold on. I did not want to have drink. to apologize mm-hmm. for my scotch. Damn it! You know, <laughs> the number of times that Cedius and I have bought a bad scotch is not a small number. So, at least you didn't have to buy this one. So last year, <laughs> last year. Um, there is a there's an Indian Scotch Am- by Amrit, Amrit and it's um, Am- Amrit Fusion, but mm-hmm. all of the Amrits have gotten very good reviews, and the Fusion gotten a, a stellar review. And we tried it, and it's not bad. I mean, at least I didn't think it no, was no, a no. bad Scotch. I enjoyed eating I it, it but it it wasn't like or drinking it. It was I, not it was not anywhere near as special as I thought it was going to be either. And yeah. especially because I I love the the regular version. Mm-hmm. So. So I mean, we were we were fortunate enough. None of us regretted, you know, drinking it or anything. But when you go in going, this is supposed to be uh, top uh, three scotches of the year, yeah. and you drink it and you go, mm, not really. It's unfortunate. But you know, yeah. that's uh, well. And there have been scotches that we've had that we haven't finished because they were just so bad. Like when when we were doing our Scotch Club, there was a was it the, the Welsh? Yeah, the Pandarin. Um, there was a, a Welsh whiskey single malt that we had, and I refused to finish it. No one would drink it for me, so I poured it down the drain. <laughs> oh, no! Um, it was that bad. I And, and on the other end, I had uh, Edredur 8. I oh, I love Edredur. And I don't know if you've had the 8. I have a 10. I I tried. I was, I was, it was like 18 bucks. Oh, sure. sure. And I was like... What the what heck? Got to lose? What the heck? I'm gonna try it. Mm-hmm. I ate. It's probably gonna taste like turpentine, but whatever. Oh, it was a mixer. delightful, delightful drink. Hmm. I I enjoyed drinking it very much. Not not an astounding one, but you know, you're, it was a pleasant surprise for eighteen dollars. Hmm. So you never know. Well. It's gotten mellower so we, with the... Uh, I, don't, I don't like it. I'm, I'm looking to see if there's any more I can pull out of the with taste. The, water, uh, the, s- the, the nose, I'm getting not. some sweet notes. Um, uh, at least... See, I just... The nose just lightens up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't really... But, and it may be... I'm not getting them now, but for my first smell, I got something lightly sweet. Dear God, I like my Windsor more than this. I'm, I'm not a fan, but with, with water, it's not offensive. It's just not... We'll try the anything. coffee. We'll see the coffee. Well, I, I, I will say that it being a virgin oak, I am not surprised that it's a little harsh on the palate. Okay, mm-hmm. so being new, being not uh, well educated, well read in scotches, what does the virgin oak indicate? I mean, it's Vir- a virgin oak a means that scotch it, and it, it, it's not. Well, it's a fresh barrel, period. Right, okay. Most scotch is aged in used bourbon barrels okay. uh, to start with. Um, Many scotches are then finished in other woods, mm-hmm. often a, a, a sherry. Madeira. Or, yeah, okay. a Madeira and Oloroso. Um, 
you, you, if there's a couple that are finished in rum casks, there's uh, some that are finished in port casks. Yeah. Um, there's a Canadian distillery that finishes them in ice wine casks. And as soon as I can get to Winnipeg, we're going to have some of that. Nice. I can't wait. Because um, that's going to be awesome. Um, I'm going up to Winnipeg in September, so if you're not getting up there before then. All right, well, then maybe I'll rely on you because I, I need to get my passport together first. I was going to get one of those. I'm going to get an enhanced driver's license. That's what I was thinking. I was going to so, do it before I turned 37, but that didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> so, actually, in terms of things, depending on when and why you're going in September, I might join you. I'm but going for a concert. I might join you. And <laughs> um, yeah, that's. Um, I think this may go down the drain. Well, I'll finish it. Okay. There you go. Like uh, she said, but I'm bummed. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, there's really nothing more to the nose. Yeah, I'm, I actually, I have to say that while it was harsher, I the the water, it, it lost the character. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I loved the character it had, but now it's now just it's, characterless. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, there's not really anything, anything to it. Well, that's, I suppose, the, uh, mm, but that's happens. the danger of surprise scotches. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> it's all right. Yeah, the, uh, the palate for me with, with the water, it, it certainly softened up. I'm not getting kicked in the teeth. Mm-hmm. Um, it's less grapey. Um, say maybe it's... It's less everything, really. I mean, there's... Like there's, the other, I'm getting a, a, a very toasted, but this just tastes like toast. Mm-hmm. Um, it's... It, it, Liquid alcoholic toast. Yeah. Plain white bread toast. <laughs> and yeah, it's not it's not exciting. Um, All I can say about this scotch is this cheese is awesome. <laughs> mm-hmm. It being a virgin oak, I'm surprised we're not getting a stronger like oak tannin. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. Than we are. Was it, there was no. It's a age. little. It, it's a little in the finish, but it's not. It's not particularly present in the palate. Are you gonna read it? It's sometimes said, when it comes to age, the trick is to grow up without growing old. And we think we've captured this very sentiment with Deanston Virgin Oak. We've taken a selection of young Deanston single malt, married them together, and added a wee twist by finishing the liquid in some freshly charred new oak barrels, all the way from the USA. Call finishing a fine balancing act, if you will, as this subtle process adds a mature intensity to the flavors in our whiskey, while keeping a certain youthful zest and elegant charm. <laughs> it's pretty amazing stuff, or at least we think so. <coughs> of course, the quality of the wood is all important here, and these American oak casks are really at the top of the quality tree. Having visited this family-owned cooperage in... Is that a word? Cooperage. I just... Cooperage. I've been drinking (laughs) cooperage in a place called Bardstown, Kentucky. I just knew their barrels would give us the perfect ending to our spirit maturation. Everything was handmade by their dedicated team of craftsmen, their knowledge having been passed down from generation to generation. It felt like their ethos was exactly the same as ours, and there's no doubt these casks have done our malty whiskey proud. As ever, our whiskey is distilled by a small team of skilled distillers using only the finest and, importantly, local ingredients in true Deanston style. We've left out the chill filtration, a process that polishes the liquid, but usually at the expense of aromas and flavors. Finally... It's bottled at 46.3% at its natural, golden, honeyed color. Still coming. As we say at Deanston, we put everything into the... And we put everything we are into everything we make, with nothing added but hard work and determination. We hope you will enjoy this wise, young malt. Cork dorkage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely cork dork, right? Is there any um, bottle? Blah, blah. Oh, yeah, oh, oh, here we go, here we go, here we go. Here's, here's, here's his tasting notes. What you have in your hand is the very best that nature, knowledge, and patience can provide. Unchill filtered, it retains all of its natural flavor and character. 
On the nose, Pujan Oak tantalizes the senses with a light lemon zest and sweet barley sugar fragrance. Huh? Yet. <laughs> with hints of apple and nutmeg. <laughs> then, as it coats your mouth, thick candied fruits with vanilla toffee and heather honey. I did not get Heather. No. Well, I've eaten a lot of Heather in my time, but... Delicious and lightly spiced with a burst of honeyed malt and sweet oakiness. Unmistakably Deanston. Ingredients. Water, malted barley, and yeast. Water is listed before barley? Oh, yeah. I suppose. I suppose. I, I, uh, <laughs> you'd be chewing it if it yeah, were. Yeah, it's, true. it's absolutely true. I, 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 honestly, I, I almost I think the, the, the Heather was the only thing on there that might have been in what I tasted. <laughs> but, you know, my my normal Heather eating uh, experience <laughs> has been put off for the last few years. So I'm not sure I would properly identify the smell and or taste of Heather. Um. I don't know. This this stuff is pretty rank. Yeah, I, I'm, I whatever whatever I just read sounds fantastic. I know yeah, it's I, a I great just, description. I know. Why I'm, did you bring? Why did you bring, bring that? that? <laughs> I mean, seriously. Why didn't the company put that in the actual bottle? In the bottle. Yeah. <laughs> Can I start? I, I want to give this Please. a one point eight. Okay. Because I would drink it again if it was the only bottle left on the shelf. And my options were this or like a vodka or rum or something. I would still go with this, but it's not good. I think I'd choose a rum. Really? Okay. I think I would choose a choose a, a relatively decent spiced rum. I'd probably even do a captain. Just really a captain. I oh, I don't know that I could follow you on that journey. If I, I, if you I don't, you don't like to scotch. go drink with the captain. I, I, if I, I, I wanted a scotch, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm just saying you did hand it off to me. I did. So. Um, and I think I'm gonna, I don't know that I can be more generous, even though I'm drinking what you gave me. <laughs> um, I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember some of the things that I drank that were worse that, <laughs> and what I rated them. Um, wild civet piss. I, I know. I should have gone with the monkey shoulder. <laughs> Damn it. Um, Damn you marketers. You know, I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna give it a 1.5 because mm-hmm. I don't know that you could get me to drink this again. I think I would. I would probably rather be sober than drink <laughs> it again. Okay. Yeah. You know, I was gonna give it a two, as it's somewhere between an adequate scotch and a war crime. But thinking Most about a war crime. But thinking about the fact, would I willingly drink this? I mean, I don't. I don't feel like I was um, assaulted, mm-hmm. but I feel like I was somehow cheated. Um, yeah. After that description, yeah. Yeah, it's it 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 should have been better. Um, although I do have to say, the idea of a finishing raw. Oh, cask just somehow seems like why? Why would you? What? What are you hoping? I mean, usually you can get out of maybe a caramel or vanilla flavor. It, it would have been one thing if it was yeah. aged entirely in virgin oak, but the fact that it was aged only at the end mm. in virgin oak, yeah, you're not, not going to get enough. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, yeah, I, I think I'll, I'll split the difference and go one seven five. Yeah, see, I, honestly, because it wasn't as harsh as I was expecting, because I, I thought that being virgin oak, it was it was going to be aged entirely in virgin oak. And I think if it had, it would have had a little bit more punch and would have had a little bit more flavor to it. It would have been harsh, but I think it would have had a little bit more to it. I'm going to be a little bit more generous than everyone else has been, uh, and I'm going to give it a straight two. Um, the reason I'm not going to be as, as hard on it is... With a little bit of water, so that the harshness went away. While it wasn't exciting, it was something I could sit and I would slowly drink it. So if it's something where and I want it to last for a while, 
Um, I, 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 I can do this. I mean, it's, it's, not a, it's not an endorsement. I would not drink this quickly. This is unpleasant enough. I, I can make it last. I would enjoy this with a cigar. With a good cigar and this, I could enjoy this. You know, I could put a good cigar out in this. <laughs> um, I, 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 I would say it's got the possibility to be paired with something, but... I, with what Good we stuff. have, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is something you turn to after yeah. you've lost your your palate, yeah. and you just it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. I can't taste. If suddenly I had no nose buds, um, yeah. nose buds is that a thing? It is now. Um, one thing that I really, I just, I just remembered though, they said they bottled it at 46, which is a little higher than, it's nowhere near cast strength, but it's, I mean, usually I've seen 42, 43. 46 is still in the average. 46 is the high end. And I'm just saying that 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 probably adds to the unwatered Mm -hmm. aggressiveness of it. And, and part of me is like, why? I mean, I wonder if it... I wonder if it unwatered would have been better at 40. I'm going to put myself out there and say again, can you explain the scale that you're talking about? Oh, um, the it's the percent of alcohol, so it's, okay. it's okay. versus so proof. So like 92.6 or 90... Is it 92.6 proof, yeah. Okay. Because it's uh, 46.3, so... Okay. And, and, 92.6. And so... Um, Traditional, uh, traditionally, the bottlings range from a forty to forty-six, yep. with a forty-two, forty-three being, you know, the center of the bell curve, mm-hmm. and then you get cask strength, which uh, is a bigger range. It can be anywhere from like fifty-one to, to sixty, okay. but but very rarely do we go with high of sixty. Those are brutal. And I I don't think I've ever seen a cask strength below fifty. Oh, um, and it's it's basically a, an unwatered. Or less watered version. It's I think what supposed to be the strength coming straight, straight out of the cask. Yeah. And so the percent of alcohol will really depend on how long it's aged and the conditions and a lot of other other aspects. Um, you tend not to drink cask strength straight because they're just too they're too much. They're designed to not be drunk straight. I mean, I have a fr- I have I have a friend who does, mm. and he loves them. Okay. But he's Scottish and insane. <laughs> Sometime I hope to get that him on. Redundant, but yes. Yeah. Sometime we'll have to have him on the podcast, and then we can. I, even he will drink them watered as well. But yeah. So I was a little. I was thinking. I'm wondering if part of the of my lack of enjoyment of that was partly because it is a stronger Scotch, so there was more alcohol kick. And less flavor, mm-hmm. but I'm not saying there was much flavor. There wasn't much right, flavor. Right. Yeah, I and mean, that's the problem. Even after adding the water, there wasn't much flavor. Yeah. Right. Okay, oh, so well. the most important question is: I brought this as a gift, mm-hmm. so I don't think I should have to bring it home. <laughs> <laughs> well laid. Well laid. Well. So who has to take this shitty? Oh, oh no, no, we don't have to take it anywhere. Well, we, we take it to the bar. I'm giving you a and donation. We do it as an exclusive. Uh, uh, no, make it kind spring exclusive. <laughs> Although I have been drinking tonight, so I could maybe drink this. <laughs> Although I don't know, CD said he's got some some bad scotch for me. Oh, already too. Um, you know what we should do? What should we while, do? While we, uh, or do we want to wait to after the podcast is try her, uh... No, we could, you know, I think, I think we could. I mean, I don't know how, how long are we running. Are I'm we not saying we have to do it as a tasting. I'm just, I'd like to drink something that I will enjoy you while know, we finish I, I, up the I have podcast. an idea. I have an idea. Let's rinse out our glasses. Okay. And we'll do our, we'll do our closing toast to it. Oh, there we go. Very nice. I mean, talk talk about it later. So, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll we'll jump onto the question. I'm gonna be a dick, Dave. Your question's gonna have to wait because the first question I have is specifically for the first episode we have with Brian because, yeah, right, right. uh, and 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 the reason for it I think will become apparent. Oh, so I've got a question for you. All right, well that, that's great. You can wait. Yeah, uh, what are we on? God oh, damn it! Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I listened to Jeff enough to know how funny of a question that is. Okay. And I have a ready reply to you, Dave. Cocksucker! Somewhere <laughs> in the half cask strength range. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Cocksucker. Anyway, um, so uh, Brianna and I first met on the Geeks Without God podcast. Yes. 
where we were subjected to the painful oh, experience it was so bad. of playing Dragon Raid. Oh, even the name. And for those of you who are not familiar with what Dragon Raid is... You're lucky. First and foremost, you're lucky. And probably not Christian. Yes. Uh, imagine if you cross... Oh, if you do know what it is. If you don't know what it is. If, 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 if you cross D&D with Christian sensibilities... Propaganda. Oh. And propaganda. Oh, I've heard You of get this. Dragon Raid. Instead of spells, you have... God, what do they call it? I don't even remember. But basically, you have, like, words of power. And yes! The, and the words of power are you reciting a Bible verse by starting, you know, chapter and verse, then the passage, and then chapter and verse again. I blame Nick Glover for this. Uh, really, we can blame him for this, but... Ugh. Nick, I I think it is fair to blame Tim for pretty much everything. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Generally, yeah. can. Um, and so my question to to people at the table is not going to be Dragon Raid specific, but inspired by the, the concept of RPGs. What RP? What standard RPG class would you be? And you can go as weird as you want. I'm hoping you can stick to something that's normal, base, PhD. Why is he looking at me? Because you're the one who's going to come up with the most obscure <laughs> bullshit. Because I've gamed with you the most. Um, yeah, now I want to pull out a divinity class. <laughs> yeah. See, if you hadn't said it, if you hadn't said it, we'd have all just done normal shit. No, you wouldn't have. <laughs> you would have pulled out fucking Defiler from Dark Sun or some bullshit, too. So. I think he has you there. <laughs> Based on your expression. I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't have thought about it, but now I am. <laughs> Sigh. He's a red wizard of ever Um... Mm. I, I'm going to say that for myself, I, I've taken several online D&D, what character class things are you. Um, I know my alignment is definitely true neutral, um, but in terms of my class, I am probably a sorcerer. Um, I've got decent charisma, depending on who you ask, um, but you know, intelligence is definitely a, another high score for me uh, in terms of things, and I do enjoy the concept of, of being able to will things the way I want them to be versus having to like study and follow certain rules and, and, and you know, I can't I can't I can't quite pull up a bard. So if I'm gonna do a charisma based class, it pretty much has to be a sorcerer. So that that's as not weird as I'm going to get. I've got weird classes I could be, but I don't have to want to take the time to explain the weird class. Can I break your question? Yeah. So I came into role playing with LARP, not tabletop. Which so, with, with uh, White Wolf, okay. Vampire, mm-hmm. uh, Masquerade. So My wife will need to talk to you. <laughs> so, I will say, if, if we're going with alignments, I will always go lawful good. Um, but, strangely enough, my it's probably just because it was my first. Uh, my first clan was Gangro. Oh. So, I will go with Gangro, um, which was very naturalistic, very... Um, very much um, anarchist, mm-hmm. although Brienne does not. Autark. Yes. Not anarch. Autark. <laughs> Black Star World Dancer. <laughs> <laughs> Brienne does not believe in anarchy, but, uh, but but my my true love, my first true love is Gangrel, so. Okay. We'll allow it. I used to story tell a 60 person vampire lark. Holy shit. I was in the city. It's too many. <laughs> Yeah, oh god. I I story tell two sixty person vampire larks. Did you allow sedites? Yes. yes. Oh shit. Now now here's the thing. If I'd known and maybe this will be for the fall fall Omega Con, I will bring my jihad or vampire cards. Nice. I have a, a 5,000 count box and a 3,200 count box. I, I think I'm somewhere in that vicinity. I did not play Jihad much. And, and, then, I've, and then I've got and a... Finding uh, people to play is really difficult because most of them don't know what it is, and now you can't get the cards. Hmm. So, I will do my no, no, you, to, you totally to can. Um, well, I mean... You know, White Wolf bought the license back about 15 years ago, and they've really? been making they've been making new sets ever since. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, but oh. uh, but uh, and and if you're going to be here for for Fall MegaCon, which you should, yes, um, perhaps can I may not have get, a room, but get yeah. a get a. Uh, <laughs> it's been a long time since I played game going. Nice. I, be cool. I will probably have cards you've never seen. Ooh. Well, if you've been buying them since 
the, the license got sold back, then mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> All right, there's boys. A, there's an entire set that's that's hunter based, actually. You have to align that. Easy stuff. Yes, there's stuff to do your class thing, guys. Take something. Um, I, I, I he's think gonna go, he's gonna go rifts now. Just the fuck. Mm. Mm. Oh, believe me, I was very tempted to go. Um, At least I know he won't do buddies and burrows because that would that's that's too obscure. I I was tempted to go with um. Oh god! And I was as soon as I was starting to say it, the word. Uh, oh shoot! It's uh, one of the original uh, post-apocalyptic. Um, uh, After the bomb? No, um, either Morrowind or, <laughs> or uh, Alpha. But but anyway, uh, no, I would go. I'll go classic. Um, duelist. Um, I. Fenced in college, and I was a sniper. Well, I was my unit sniper in the army, and uh, um, I think I would have to go with Catacut. I'm I'm just gonna go straight D and D just to piss tedious off and, and, <laughs> and, and prove it wrong, because um, I wasn't gonna think about doing anything weird at all uh-huh. ever. Sure, um, they all believe you, Dave. Anyone who's been listening to the podcast knows now you're making shit up. No, no, it's totally true. I wasn't thinking that hard about it. Uh, I totally believe he's doing it just to try and piss you off. <laughs> but, but now, I, but now I'm, I'm being normal just to just just to, just to upset you. Um, now my uh, my alignments eh, is either chaotic neutral or chaotic evil. It's really hard to say, but that's kind of where I where I shoot towards as far as a uh, stuff. It's chaotic neutral. Don't don't let <laughs> it's, it's very true. It's very true. Um, and I would be an assassin. Yes, for you sure. Would. Mercenary? Are, are you good? Sometimes, sure. Depends. <laughs> if he was going to kill the person anyway, sure, you want to pay me for it, fine. That's right. <laughs> yep, that's that kind of assassin Dave would be. Awesome. I'm going to kill you, but I'm going to find somebody to pay me for it first. Do you guys ever, like, think about what would your alignment be in real life? Because I'm really fucking annoyed that I really would be lawful good. It really would. Uh, all the all the tests that are like real life question, you know, type things that that tell me like chaotic or I'm uh, sorry, true neutral is what I get most of the time. Okay. They put me at chaotic neutral to chaotic evil within a point of each other. Wow. But I I, I have I have neutral good tendencies. Oh, no, I'm I'm just laughing because I'm picturing. Well, every time I take that test, somebody shows up at the door, <laughs> and I, I spend a few weeks courtesy of the state. I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean that's that's no what I'm supposed to know that. <laughs> that's uh, that's what I. I I think you I I don't I haven't taken those tests. No, I I because I don't believe in the tests, man. No, right, what, right. what I know of Perrin chaotic good is what I would have pegged him. So I wish I could be more nuanced than lawful good, but I'm not. It's, it's, hey, oh, hey, hey, oh, you are a you lot, lot of no. nuance. I'm sure neutral. <laughs> Look, there, no, there's a lot of nuance. Um, oh yeah. Long long ago, played in a giant D and D game, classic D and D, one of the more enjoyable experiences. And um, the there was a guy playing lawful evil, mm-hmm. which you would think. I mean, lawful evil, lawful good. Yeah, they're they're opposite sides of the same coin, but they're on the. And he blew a lot of people's minds because at one point, I and another character were having a, a battle, and and the other character was his an evil cleric who was his sort mm-hmm. of boss, and he's like, "Help me!" And he, he looked at him and went. Why would I help you? If you can't beat him, you don't earn you you don't deserve to live. He's like, Well, but you're evil and he's good. And he's like, I don't care. If you are not strong enough to beat him, then I guess I'll follow the lawful good guy. <laughs> and I did, and he did. And it was the weirdest uh, reorganization of the group I'd ever seen because he's you know, I had to give him very careful instructions. But you know, just because you're lawful good doesn't mean there aren't subtleties. It just it depends on whether you want to play it as I'm lawful good, so I'm a goody two shoes, everything's but or guess what? You broke the law. I'm gonna gut you like a fish. Mm-hmm. Nope. Oh yeah. No. Isn't that that's not very nice? I didn't say I was lawful nice. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. If you if you gave your podcast titles, can you make it that? 
I didn't say it was lawfulness. No, no. We, 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 I, I, I pondered doing some sort of like subtitle maybe to it, but no, I'm, I, I, we're, we're lame and we just titled it episode number. Not the not, not the lawful nice episode. <laughs> I'm not the okay. lawful nice you're looking for. So, so I have to say, I this bourbon, um, for some reason, I, I think it's the cheese. I am not enjoying this as much as I usually do. It might be because I've had Windsor and two other whiskeys before it. But, um, well, in, in, in terms of things, if, if we're going to skip up to the bourbon, we should close out with a toast and, and, mm-hmm. and uh, drink the bourbon. The uh, bad news is that I can't get on the internet, so because we're in the middle of nowhere and apparently I'm not. Do you, do you have a toast you would like to share with us? So if you have no. a toast, well, it, it can be any general, even toast it doesn't have to be a traditional Scottish toast or anything. Okay, well, I am a huge science geek, so I will just say to science. To science! To science! science! I'm making toast. <laughs>